0: Welcome back. On the previous episode, we talked about how Jesus is the only way to God. We have a sin problem that separates us from God, and Jesus was sent to fix that sin problem. No one else can fix it. Only Jesus has died and was raised again. So Jesus fixes our sin problem. He creates a relationship between us and our Heavenly Father. Therefore, Jesus is the only way to God. Now, a natural question that might come up as a response is, all right, if Jesus is the only way to God, what about those who have never heard of Jesus? Can they be saved? Can they have a relationship with God? This is not an easy question to answer, and when I give you my answer here in just a moment, it might surprise you but I'll just ask you to bear with me for a few minutes while I explain why I think what I do. Yes, it is possible for someone who has not heard of Jesus to both have a relationship with God and to be saved, but it's extremely rare, and quite frankly, they're better off having heard of Jesus rather than this particular route. The reason why I believe this is because of an argument that Paul makes in Romans chapters 1 and 2. In the first three chapters of Romans, Paul is demonstrating our need for Jesus Christ. In chapter 1, verses 18 through 32, he talks about how the Gentile world is lost in sin. In chapter 2, he talks about how the Jewish world is lost in sin. And then he wraps this up in chapter 3 by concluding the whole world is lost in sin. Now, if we back up for a moment and take a closer look at what Paul says about the Gentile world, what we see in chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, is that the Gentile world could discern the existence of God through the testimony of creation. But in verses 21 through 23, they rejected belief in God in favor of gods and goddesses they created. They were largely polytheistic. And by rejecting faith in God, verses 24 through 32, the Gentile world had drifted. They drifted away from God, and in some cases they walked away from God willfully, as Paul points out in those verses. So the prevailing trajectory of the Gentile world who had not received direct revelation from God, unlike the Jews. The general trajectory of the Gentiles was away from belief in God, and it was away from the morality which God reveals in His Word. This was largely the case, but there were some exceptions. In chapter 2, verses 12 through 16, Paul talks about those exceptions. Now, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, chapter 2 is largely dedicated to Paul helping his fellow Jews understand that without Jesus, they were lost. They needed to repent from their sins rather than trust in their heritage, rather than trust in their descent from Abraham. And as part of his argument, Paul brings up the fact that there were Gentiles who, by nature, did the things in the law. This is what he says in chapter 2, verse 14. What Paul is saying is, based on the testimony of nature, there were Gentiles who believed. And from that belief flowed a morality that was pretty similar to what was revealed to the Jews under the old law. So what Paul is saying in Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 16, is that it's possible to believe in God and do what's right, apart from written or spoken revelation. In verse number 15, he emphasizes that the morality which comes as a result of believing in God on the basis of nature can be followed by one's conscience, and that God would judge one's conscience in the final analysis. So it is possible, hypothetically speaking, for a person to arrive at faith in God and to live a moral life without ever reading or hearing the Word of God? So, my answer to the question is initially yes, but I think there are some clarifications that need to be made. All right, so if it's possible for one to believe in God and to have a relationship with God without ever having read the Bible or heard about Jesus Christ, if that's true, then why do Christians believe one has to come to Jesus in order to be saved? Well, the reason is because, while it's possible, hypothetically possible, it is very rare to find a person, a society, a nation, who has come to believe in God without written or spoken revelation. As Paul points out in that first chapter of Romans, the general trajectory of the Gentile world is toward polytheism, and immorality. And the lesson is, when we are left to our own devices, we tend to reject the testimony of nature about a Creator and the morality which follows. Now, there are exceptions to that. In fact, the very world in which Paul was ministering the gospel had exceptions. For example, there's an ancient text from the Egyptian Heliopolis, which is very interesting it says, I am the creator of all things that exist, that came forth from my mouth. Heaven and earth did not exist, nor had been created the herbs of the ground nor the creeping things. I raised them out of the primeval abyss from a state of non-being. So there are rare and often isolated exceptions to Paul's general rule. In Romans chapter 1, that most of the Gentile world has descended into polytheism and immorality. But his analysis is largely correct that the overwhelming trend among human beings is when we are left to our own devices, we do depart from acknowledging a creator. This is why it's so vital for the gospel to be preached to every creature under heaven. This is a theme Paul turns back to in Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17. In that passage, he asks, "'How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent?' As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. From Paul's vantage point, it was essential for those who had obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to declare these things to the world, because, again, when left to our own devices, what do we do? We generally depart from acknowledging the Creator of this world and this universe. So the gospel needs to be preached in order to help save people. So while my answer to the question is a technical yes, there are mitigating factors that I think need to be taken into consideration. So while it is possible for someone to believe in a Creator and have some sort of a relationship with God, it is much better, much better for the gospel to be preached and for people to hear it. Now one other thing I'd like for you to think about. We should not assume that just because a region is dominated by another religion means that Christ has not been preached there in the past. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Jesus commanded his apostles, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. By the time Paul was writing the letter to the Colossians, some thirty years later, he says in Colossians 1:23, the gospel has been preached to every creature under heaven. So in Paul's estimation, the apostles had carried out the Great Commission. They had fulfilled the command of Jesus Christ just in a period of 30 years. Now, we don't always know how this happened, but think about this. Paul was writing to a congregation in Colossae that he had never visited, so the gospel was spreading even apart from the work of the apostles. And this is true when we stretch out even further into the world. For example, we have good reason to believe that the Apostle Thomas went to the Indian subcontinent and preached the gospel there sometime in the 50s AD. And there's compelling evidence that testifies that Thomas was put to death as a result of his faith in Jesus Christ. We have evidence of people preaching about Jesus during the Middle Ages that went over into China and up into Japan. Now, they weren't always received, they weren't always welcomed, but that preaching did occur. And one other thing to consider is we just don't know what's happening in other countries that appear to be dominated by one religion. We don't know if the name of Jesus is being preached there or not. You know, the early church hardly registered as a blip on the radar of the Roman Empire for about the first 20 years. And by the time it began to emerge, it was basically viewed as a sect of Judaism. So there's reason to think that the gospel is being preached, that people are believing it. We just don't know about those instances. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, a friend sent me a message. She uh, participates in a Bible study online, and a group message had been sent by a man who appears to be from a Middle Eastern country, and he was asking the group, I want to be baptized, but there are no Christians in my area. Can I baptize myself? Now, I found that to be a very wonderful thing. But here's a man who's living in a country where Christianity is is not dominant in any way, and yet he had come to an understanding that baptism was a part of the salvation process. The bottom line is, God has a way of connecting sinners with saints. We don't always know what's going on in other places. We don't know what has been preached in the past. We don't know what is happening right now, and we cannot predict what will happen in the future. So we should not assume that people in other countries, just because they may be dominated by another religion, are not hearing about Jesus Christ— we just don't know enough to assume that that is the case. So as I draw this to a close, I just want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. It is possible, though it's rare, for someone to believe in God on the basis of nature and follow a morality that is akin to the morality revealed in the Bible, We also should not assume that just because an area is dominated by a single religion means the gospel has not been preached in the past, or in the present, or in the future. In the final analysis, what happens elsewhere is really not my concern. God will judge the world on the basis of what they know, what they believe, and how they act. I need to be concerned about my own soul. And I need to be concerned about the souls of those that I interact with on a daily basis. There's where my focus needs to be. God is a just judge, and he will sort all of these things out in the final day. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Saves podcast. If you found this program useful, please visit thegospelsaves.me to find blogs, videos, and Bible studies. If you enjoyed the music on this podcast, please visit acapelledridge.com. You can also find Acapelledridge on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. May God bless you as you seek to know His perfect will.